Welcome to the So She Is podcast. I am your host, Katie Neary, and this podcast is your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, neuroscience, spiritual evolution, and how to tap into your infinite potential and live a life beyond your wildest dreams. I know that you clicking play today is no accident, and I am so grateful for you being here. With that said, let's get this party started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to So She Is. I am so grateful to be here with you on another Thursday or whatever day of the week you are watching this. I am so excited for today's topic as I am someone who has a thousand, one hundred thousand percent struggled with jealousy, envy, comparison, all those fun, fun, fun emotions. And I think it was definitely something that I had to work through because playing sports and being the youngest child and really just being human. But a story to crack this off so you can understand, literally it's been since I was so young. Um, One time my sister got a sticker for being in the honor roll in middle school. She's about seven or eight years older than me. And I was in elementary school and I saw that she had gotten this sticker on my mom's car And when no one was around, I walked right up to the car and just ripped the sticker off. And I can clearly remember the feeling of envy and rage and fume inside my body of who does she think she is? Like, there is only room for my all-star sticker and that is it, sister. Step aside, know your place. And (laughs) it's just so silly because I have another, like I talked to my therapist about these things and gave her that example but like another story is I was three years old and I rode a two-wheel bike like a big kid because I didn't want there to be anything that one person could do that I couldn't do and I simply just I mean I guess I've always had this abundance mindset of I can do anything but uh you know not always the healthiest way (laughs) and but me riding a two-wheel bike at three with no training wheels, she pointed out that like, yeah, okay, when you're three, that's in those early ages of zero to seven before you have that conscious mind developed and you see things as black and white. And if your brother and sister have two hands and two legs and can ride a bike, your three-year-old mind saw absolutely no difference between you and them. When in reality, there were so many factors at play. Of course, like my siblings are four and seven or eight years older than me like but as a three-year-old it's just true and false uh you uh, you can do it I can do it like there is simply nothing that doesn't like age isn't a factor in that subconscious mind and also in that jealous mind or just keeping that in the forefront of how that subconscious mind kind of works of seeing things in black and white and oftentimes even now when I feel the feelings of jealousy or rage I do still feel like it's that black and white because I'm I know no one's me and I know I am nobody else and that there's room for literally everybody here but sometimes when those triggers happen you know you feel so contracted and and like a (laughs) three-year-old and I've done so much research on the topic of jealousy and really like dove deep into myself because obviously it is something that I came here to learn and work through and try to, I've just tried to understand it as much as I can because like I've said multiple, multiple times, awareness is everything. And once you're aware, 
it makes acting out of like the subconscious patterns less likely to happen. Obviously not impossible. Still totally act out of the subconscious patterns because they are deep in there, but it's definitely less likely. Or at least if you do act out, you're like, ah, here I am, little three-year-old Katie showing up to play. So before we go any further, I just want to quickly define the differences between jealousy and envy because there is a difference and jealousy is more of the fear of losing what you have. For example, let's say you're in a partnership and there's a fear of losing your partner there and how jealousy shows up or might trigger you is when Maybe there's a potential love interest that walks into the room, or you're threatened by a coworker that they work with, or they follow Instagram models. And that threat feels like you are at risk of losing the safety of love and partnership. And this is like back to barbaric times because jealousy served a very meaningful as a meaningful emotion because if the tribe, if you if you couldn't contribute to the tribe or if there was a threat to your safety of any kind within your social circle, you would be kicked out. And yes, it mattered then, but now there's no saber-toothed tigers at risk if, and yeah, so that's just kind of like the basis of jealousy and in my research where I've seen it kind of comes from and how it served the purpose where envy is actually very powerful for manifestation and opposed to jealousy, envy is when someone else has, embodies, or is successful at something that you want. An example, like, wow, I'm so envious of that girl who is wealthy and beautiful and travels the world and I'm sitting here in my corporate job. But that probably wasn't a good example because I don't know if you'd ever sit here and say, oh, I'm so envious. Mm. No, (laughs) it probably shows up as like, oh my God, who does that girl think she is? Oh my God, she must have a sugar daddy or like her parents are so rich or yeah, I guess like whatever, like good for her, but (sighs) stupid. I just wouldn't even want to go to that country, right? That's how it shows up. (laughs) I mean, personally, when someone close to me or in the same world as me, and it doesn't matter what world we're talking about, if it was softball, corporate America, or even in the world I'm in now, if that person gets an opportunity that I've been wanting to manifest, oh, I, I get the feeling of like wanting them to do bad or having the thoughts of like, wait, what? They aren't even good. What? Why them? Wait, and if you look at these examples, envy reflects that deep desire within you. And envy is the opportunity to say, oh, thank you, universe, for showing me a reflection of exactly what I want in my own way. And then once you work through those feelings and triggers, you can be expanded by what was possible for the person that triggered you in the first place And then your subconscious mind can accept that as truth. And then you are going to magnetize your whatever version that you wanted to be that you were envious about into your own realm, into your own life. And I've said this in quite literally every episode, and I probably will from this point forward. 
but the universe will always present a mirror to you with exactly what needs to be unblocked that is directly correlated with what you are trying to call in. And these triggers are an opportunity to say, thank you, got it. And a lot of these feelings come from childhood wounds and are typically correlated to abandonment or neglect. And those sound like harsh words and you're like, oh, I probably didn't have that. But the wound doesn't have to be massive. Like my dad left and said he was going to the store and he never came back with the ice cream he promised. It could like literally be your mom worked a lot or more hours than your childhood self would have liked that you felt like maybe some needs were unmet or maybe abandoned or neglected in some way just due to your mom's work. And now you might be saying, okay, thanks for the definitions, but how do I combat the jealousy or envy when I don't want to be either of those things and they are almost like unavoidable feelings. And you're right, like, but like neither of those emotions are inherently bad things if you can process them properly. I want you to see jealousy and envy in a way as if the when these emotions arise from the shadows and you begin to feel them, it means you are seeing something you want. Something you want. And the only reason it feels bad is because there is a feeling being paired with the belief that you do not believe that you can have that too. It comes from that scarcity mindset that we live in a zero-sum world and if someone else has it or poses a threat to you, it means you can't have it. When in reality, someone else having it automatically means that you get to have it too or that you can have it because what's possible for them is possible for you and these feelings and emotions can actually be looked at as guides to what your heart truly desires maybe it's money or a dream job or feeling confident in your body or feeling safe in partnership or posting freely on Instagram without hesitation or self-judgment and let This light you up, people. Let it light you up because you are one step closer to it showing up in your reality. Because like I said, the universe only presents mirrors with exactly what needs to be unblocked that is directly correlated with what you are trying to call in or what you are pulling in the physical or that you are pulling in the physical manifestation closer to your own energetic field. It is on its way, people. If it is here, it is here. It is, the universe works at 11th hour though, so you might not see it, but it is wanting to come through. Just gotta unblock yourself and free yourself from yourself. And there is just more than enough to go around. I'm saying that again. There is more than enough to go around. And some concepts I've learned through Gabby Bernstein is that there's these different blocks that show up in the world of comparison and envy and jealousy. And they really hit home with me. So I definitely wanted to add them into this episode because they are such common blocks and they show up in such sneaky ways. 
And it's just important, I think, to take truthful inventory of how they show up for you because they will help you heal the patterns that are holding you back. And I think there's about seven blocks, but I just decided to go over three big ones for time's sake. If this is something that feels really good and you want to know more, I am more than happy to share all of them. Number one, believing in lack. When you have feelings of not being enough or not having enough, you will spend a lot of effort trying to prove to the world that you are enough. And when you spend all your effort trying to prove yourself to the world, you lose track of that feeling good energy because you are trying so hard to feel good enough. And when you can just believe you are innately enough, you were born enough, there is no such thing as lack, you will be able to like just completely open up to receive more, first of all, and not feel so threatened by others when these and the feelings of jealousy and envy and comparison will, will subdue when you know there's more than enough to go around. There is more than enough to go around. There is no such thing as lack. I am enough. I am enough. All right, number two, which is one I've already kind of mentioned. Thinking there is not enough to go around, which is very similar with believing in lack, but believing that there, or thinking there is not enough to go around is a fear state of way of thinking. And so often that we as humans tend to take pride in our overachieving behavior and we believe we have to get as much as we can before someone else takes it. And when you believe that there's this limit on abundance and joy, you may not even try altogether. Like if you can't tap into that, like if there's not enough to go around, like why would I even try? Because they already have it. They've already done it. But remember, Like, you need to approach this world as a vibrational reality versus, like, a physical reality. Because then you can tap into the infinite abundance. And it's just all about aligning or being in alignment with the energy of abundance and having faith. And then watch. When When you say that mantra that there is more than enough to go around, there is more than enough to go around. If they win, I win. Your wins, my wins. You will just see that other people winning is actually only expanding your your winning. Like, it's just all so connected and it's all so silly how scarce we do live. All right. Number three, comparing ourselves to, to comparing ourselves to others. And I mean, it takes just opening up social media to compare yourself. And it's I think social media has just completely cranked up that inner voice of fear that stops you from claiming what you truly desire or stops you from speaking your truth or showing up how you wish. And I just want you to think like every time you compare yourself to another person, you reinforce the feelings of inadequacy. And comparing yourself to others will only attract more of that or mirror more of that into your life. So... Let's just say you're the last of your friends to get engaged. If you're looking for a partner and want to attract the love of your life in, 
comparing yourself to your friends and like, well, they all have it. I guess I just last one. I'm really like claiming that lacking truth. It, you'll just feel terrible. And that terrible feeling will only strengthen your fear of being single. And energy goes where intention flows. So when you're focused on what all your all your friends are having exactly what you want, you're just going to keep manifesting more of what you don't want. And therefore, when these feelings come up, it is so important to just whoop, switch that energy into genuinely feeling happy for your engaged friends and keeping the faith that you know it is showing up because your soulmate is on its way. And the universe wants to provide you with all the things you desire. So there is no other reason than to be extremely and genuinely happy for any and all that get engaged. Because love is the most powerful force and that should be celebrated regardless. And the more love means the more love means the more love means the more love. Yes. Amen to that. (laughs) Okay. But... Those are just like the mental notes. That's just some blocks to keep in mind and some actual ways that you can work through these strong feelings, especially jealousy, like with that potential threat to lose your partner because the coworker um, is when you feel threatened by another, I want you to write out all the threats and fears associated with the worst case scenario. They cheat, they leave, they get them pregnant, whatever. I want you to list them literally all of them out and then write for each of them how you could cope if any of these worst case scenarios actually happened so you write down he gets pregnant he leaves me and just keep going with what that worst case scenario is and then how you could cope with it would you go to your parent like yeah yeah, that's yours to work out not mine (laughs) I mean I do this, but that's this scenario I can't even relate to. I mean, I date a girl, so the pregnant thing probably wouldn't happen. And if it did, there would be a lot of questions. <laughs> but it takes the emotional charge out of this situation. And it really allows you to take a step back, deal back into your own power. And remember that you are a sovereign being that is a powerful creator and you can create any reality you wish to see. So that was kind of one for jealousy, more of that jealous, jealous feeling of like, I'm going to, ah, an exercise for when you're experiencing more of that envy feeling. Let's say you're scrolling through Instagram and you see someone living a way you wish you could Let's say they bought their dream house or they're on their dream trip or they just have a lot of likes and a lot of followers. And let's say all those things are things that you are also trying to manifest into your life or those things are just something that feels so out of reach to you. And let's make it even worse. It's one of those annoying ass girls from high school, you know, the cringiest of the cringe I want you to, okay, let's say you saw it. I want you to pause, take out your journal or your phone if you're like, if you're out and about and ask yourself these questions and allow your answers to just freely express without overthinking or anything like that. What is it about this 
house or that trip or the followers that is making me feel bad. And then the answer you get right away might be like, well, I don't have that and I want that, but I want you to go deeper and get beneath it. So more specifically, the trip. Is your soul crying for more freedom, expansion, and exploration? Good question to ask. The house. Are you feeling like you need to lay roots down? Are you looking to find stability? Are you wanting to get creative with your interior design or just spicing up the inside of your house? Or are you wanting to host guests over? Those are some good questions. And then with like the likes and followers, are you just needing more recognition? And then once you have these answers, you can kind of start to map out baby steps on how to obtain these feelings that you are lacking that are showing up in this envy. And what does like freedom even mean to you? How can you make these aspects of your life freer and Map out a 10-step action plan of what it would take for you to feel free or feel recognized or feel stable. And from there, you'll just be able, it's just all feedback and all insight to just make life more enjoyable, truthfully. That's all I got for today. I love you so much. This topic is so fun to me because it's so not fun and it's so revelant or revelant. I don't even know what word I was just, is that a real word? I'm just going to move on and maybe I'll cut that out, but relevant. It's so relevant. There it is. (laughs) It's so relevant to my life. I don't know if I'm saying the same word over and again. Anyways, I love you. Have a great weekend. See you on Tuesday. If you enjoyed today's episode, please send it to a friend. Tag us on Instagram at, at so she is underscore podcast and leave a five-star review so we can help build, grow, and expand this podcast to anyone who it needs to reach. Thanks so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.